Hence, we're taking a, bra- a break from our series in Acts that we're working through. And this morning, uh, I just felt to preach. I'm not going to go for too long. He says from Matthew 28. So if you have a Bible, why don't you uh, uh, find your way to the Gospel of Matthew and um, chapter 28. And, uh, oh, perfect. As you'll notice on our, uh, our banner here, this is our, uh, our, vision, our vision statement that we, you'll see everywhere, gather, grow, go. And uh, people have often said to us, you know, well, it's, it's really just the, the Great Commission, isn't it? And it's like, well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just the Great Commission in our own uh, language. And I just thought with so much uh, of what we've heard about this morning already, about going on mission and so on, it'd be great to just uh, hear what Jesus has to say about that. And uh, Matthew 28 is the, uh, the place to go. Can you turn me down a bit, Ed? Please. Um, thanks. Okay, Matthew uh, 28, verse 1. After the Sabbath at dawn on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. There was a violent earthquake, for the angel of the Lord came down from heaven and, going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothes were white as snow. The guards were so afraid of him that they shook and became like dead men. The angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here. He has risen, just as he said. Come and see. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. Verse 16. Then the eleven disciples went on to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. I love the honesty of Scripture here, you know, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. And I really just want to spend... uh, Uh, Well, a short bit of time just looking at these last verses, verses 18 to 20 uh, in our time this morning. Verse 18, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. This is Jesus just risen from the dead declaring all authority has been given to me by the Father. He's, he's saying, I am who I said I am. I am who, I, who, I was, who, I've been, who the, the Bible prophesied I would be. I am who I say I am. The Lamb slain for the forgiveness of sins. And the application here is to, is to worship him. Look, look who I am. Look what I've done. I've, I've defeated Satan's sin and death at the cross. All authority in heaven has been given to me. Therefore, worship me. Jesus is saying he's risen from the grave. Verse 19, it goes on. Therefore, go and make disciples. So the, the, the two points he's given us here is, is worship Jesus, worship him. And now therefore, go forth and live it. Now go therefore and Live it. How do we go? The answer, it says, by baptizing and teaching them. This is the, the purpose of the, of the church, isn't it? To worship God and to go. Yeah? To worship God and to go. We, we, we put it in, in, in this language, to gather together, to, to grow in our love for one another and the love for the Lord, to gather, to worship him, to grow and to go. This is the purpose of the church, to worship God, to go and make disciples followers of him, to, to state the obvious, disciples, they're, they're followers of him. Followers follow, don't they? They follow Jesus, saying, Lord, Lord, where are you, where are you leading me? Where are, you, where are you taking me? 
They don't sort of chart their own course and, uh, and make their own plans. It's not, Lord, where are you? Lord, where are you taking me? Where are you leading me? What have you got for us? What are you calling me to step out into? We look at, for instance, in, in Act 6, we'll come across in a, few, uh, in a few weeks' time when we're back on our series, we see, we see Philip and the, uh, if, if, if you know the account, you'll see um, Philip, he just, uh, I think the Holy Spirit tells him to go on this, go and, and sit out on, on this road, and on his way there, he meets an uh, a Ethiopian eunuch, and there's this wonderful um, sharing of the gospel and baptism that happens, and then the, the Holy Spirit just, just takes him away. And, and it's wonderful. You just see the holy, this man, Philip, and the Holy Spirit, just the effect on his life, just guiding him, directing him, changing his plans, interrupting his plans. But, but Philip, he's available. He, he's available to be interrupted, to, be, uh, to have, his, have his, his life and his plans disturbed by what the Lord has got for him. He's a disciple, and that's, that's what the Lord seeks. I, I, I mentioned when we were praying for uh, Ben and Sarah that they... Uh, uh, join some of these uh, relational missions, sort of plant, uh, you know, plant Europe or they plant Asia or global. They're various sort of events they run at the moment on Zoom. If where, if you're just feeling a heart for one of these things, or even just not sure, just wanting to explore it, you can just uh, go along on Zoom or, or perhaps in person in the future. And uh, they might do have a particular focus, like they might have focus on Europe or. Uh, you know, the UK and, and things like that. And I remember one came through the, the other day. I don't know if you, if you get the emails. And it was something like uh, Plant Asia, you know. And it, and it read it, it had a list of a lot of particular countries that they were focusing on. And, um, and one of them was the Maldives. I said to Natalie, I said, you know, I said, oh, you know, do you, do you, do you fancy it, right? Um, in jest, okay. But, but there's a sense that that's not how the... Uh, it's, it's not how the Holy Spirit works, is it? It's not how the, the life of a disciple works, is it? We don't sort of, oh, yeah, plant, plant Maldives. Oh, that sounds, I can feel God calling me to them. Now, he might be. Okay, he might be. He's not. He's not in our case. Okay, I wish, uh, if you pardon me, he wishes he was. But, um, but it's this sense that the life of a disciple, you, you follow the Holy Spirit's leading. You follow his guiding. And it's, it's sometimes unusual. It sometimes takes us to unusual places. The disciples, we see they, they, they left everything to follow Jesus. They left good businesses to follow Jesus. Such was the effect that he had on their life. They, just, they left their nets and they followed Jesus. But that can, that can seem scary, can't it? You know, if you think yourself, you think, well, how much do I want my life interrupted? How much do I want to uh, just lay aside what I've, what I've got planned? You know, we've, I've got this plan to do this and do this and, and, and so on. How much do I want that to be interrupted for the sake of the gospel? And that can seem scary, can't it? I remember, um, oh, I forget how many years ago now, maybe, um, maybe seven, eight, I don't know, a number of years ago, I was uh, um, working full-time, in uh, just outside of, of Cambridge, I uh, had to commute there every day for, for work, and um, it was, I'd, I'd kind of hit a point where I, I felt I, I got calling to get more involved in the local church, but uh, also realised that with a long commute and, and having to go to the office five days a week, that actually it was just quite there was a, I was a limit to my, my time and capacity and availability, and I was what am I going to do? And so I think I'd um, I'd got a mortgage and stuff, so it wasn't wasn't completely uh, carefree. I was single, but I remember thinking, how, how am I going to do this? And I just felt God speak to me to, well, uh, let me go back. I'd ask my employer, hey, can I go part-time? Can I work from home? Can I do any of these? And it was, no, computer says no. And uh, so I was on this huge, great um, three-month notice period, and I just thought, oh, this is, what am I going to do? I'm stuck. So I just thought, I'm going to quit. Quit my job, 
and uh, I'll go, I've got three months to find another job, I'll go freelance, and that will somehow free me up to um, get more involved in the church. And uh, looking back, I mean, it, I, I, it, it sounds like a bigger deal than it was. Um, it, it was a big deal for me at the time. Um, but I did that, and I remember handing in my notice and thinking, how, you know, I've got a mortgage to pay and uh, uh, maybe a dog to look after. I don't know. Anyway, and uh, just thinking, how am I going to do with all these things? And um, just graciously, I remember I went back into the office the next day, and uh, they said, uh, oh, well... Um, you know, we said you couldn't work from home. Well, maybe. <laughs> maybe now you can. And I said, well, actually, that's, that's not really enough now. Uh, I, I, I want to get more involved in the church a couple of days a week. And uh, so I went back home, went back in the next day. And they said, well, okay, we know you said you couldn't go part-time, but how about three days a week and, and just come in the office just, you know, one day a week? And uh, it was just, it was, and that was, and that's kind of the pattern that I've uh, kept going. And it was just that sense of you, 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 you take a step of faith, you allow God to disrupt uh, the safe, the normal uh, plans that you have, and it's wonderful how he uh, honors that and, uh, and is with us. And uh, in verse 20, the reason I, the point I've been saying all of that, verse 20, Jesus says, surely I am with you always. As you go, surely he is with us. How encouraging is that? You know, surely he is with us. Whether you are uh, going to Australia, uh, Frankfurt, Lower stuffed, uh, work tomorrow, home tomorrow, school tomorrow, surely he is with you. How, how encouraging is that, that he is with us when we go? If you know and follow him, he is with you, he is in you by his spirit. He's with us wherever we go. Whether we're, when we step out to lead a life group, step out to support lead a life group, he is with us. Yeah, when we, we step out into something, we just feel, oh, I don't quite know this, you know, like, like uh, my, my job I told you about and other things. You know, you step out and you think, but he is with us. He is with us. But all of this, the, the Great Commission, the, the local church, the global, it's only possible because the grave is empty. You know, we've, we've spoken about the, the, the local church, what happens here, and the, the global church, we've about Frankfurt and other opportunities, but it's all only possible because the grave is empty, because Jesus rose from the dead. That's the reason for the hope and the confidence that we have. That's the reason that, that we, can, we can take big steps of faith, or even, even little steps of faith sometimes, but they can seem huge. The reason we can take those huge steps is because the grave is empty because Jesus is alive and his spirit is now with me to take those big steps, to, to take that step of, of leading a life group. Think, oh, how can I ever do that? How can I ever move to a country where I've not been before? I don't speak the language. With, my family are far away. Oh, he's with me. I trust him. He's good. That's how we can do it. That Jesus died for you. He died for us. Paying the price of, of sin and death on the cross that we might live. That we might live but it's not where it ends there. He, he rose again, and he's alive, a day, alive today at the right hand of the Father. All authority on heaven and earth given to him at the right hand of the Father. And by his Spirit, he's with us. By his Spirit, he's with us. Whatever situation you're going into, whether you're jumping on a plane or just going into school or going into the office or, or looking after the, the, family, the family at home, he's with you. He's with you by his Spirit. So the question is, will we live as disciples? Will we live as those that follow him, that allow our lives to be, to be interrupted and, and kind of diverted as the Holy Spirit would, would lead us? 
The disciples, they didn't get it right all the time, did they? You know, if you, if you, if you know your Bible, you'd have read, read accounts where the, the disciples just quite clearly, they didn't, they didn't get stuff right. But they knew what it was to follow him, right? To worship him. It led them to unexpected situations. You know, if you'd have asked them before they met Jesus, what, you know, what, what, do, you, what do you think you're going to do with your life? Oh, I think I'd be a fisherman and, you know, so on, tax collector. Oh, but they allowed their life to be disrupted. It led to sometimes confusing, unusual situations. It led for them to be ridiculed. It cost them, didn't it? You know, things had to be laid down. People thought they were mad. But they also experienced the grace and the joy and the fulfillment of knowing and following Christ. Folks, let's not play it safe. You know, let's not, let's not play it safe. Let's be those that are available to be used, to be, have our lives disrupted by the gospel. Let's be followers of him. Following where, him where he leads. It's disciples that he's, that he's looking for. Because folks, when we, when, we, when we meet Jesus, we, we're changed, aren't we? It's not as though we, 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 we somehow earn our salvation by, by doing this or by going there or by uh, serving here or, or there or anything like that. No, no, it's because we've met Jesus, because he's, he's changed and is changing us. Suddenly we feel, oh, well, I, I feel him now calling me to do this. I, I feel him calling me to step out and lead a life group. I remember the first time, uh, a number, a long, long time ago now, where I had um, been asked to do a... No, I studied a life group, and I said, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll lead a life group. And uh, we kind of gathered together, and I, dra- I dragged out the, the coffee time as long as I could, because I was just so terribly nervous. And, uh, uh, and then, then, you know, kind of started it. I remember feeling sick, feeling just, oh, I cannot do this. I hate speaking in front of people. And, um, ha- and then sort of setting them off to do, a, you know, some Q&A and diving off to the toilet to kind of... <gasps> And, and that was just, but that's just God, God uses it. He changes us. He works in us, doesn't he? And he can, his spirit in us to change the most timid of us. It might not mean a change in geography. It might not mean disappearing off halfway around the world. It might mean stepping out where you are. Yeah? Going might look like uh, sharing, sharing the gospel with... If, if you're raising a family, it might look like sharing the gospel with your family. It might look like sharing the gospel with a neighbor. It might mean sharing the gospel with schoolmates, with a work colleague. We've all got opportunities to go. We don't need to jump on a plane and go or, or drive out to Lowestoft to go. It could look just going wherever, wherever he's placed us. Home, school, work. In the city here, in the west of the city here, we've opportunities to go here. It looks, might look like faithfully serving the Lord where you are. But teaching them, as Jesus says, teaching them, telling them about him, baptizing them. Jamie's going to mention we've got baptisms coming up regularly in the diary now. We're going to put baptisms in the, uh, in the diary in the life of the church here. So it looks to be baptizing folk uh, regularly. And you might think, like I, I said, you might think, what, me? How can, I, how can I go? How can I teach them about Jesus, this great commission he's spoken about? He's, you know, surely that's not for me, that's for others or, or those ahead of me. You know, I'm not confident enough, I'm not good enough, I'm, uh, I'm too young or I'm too old, I don't know what I'm doing, I'm out of my depth, I've not been a Christian long enough. Remember, he says, surely I'm with you, surely I'm with you to the very end. Those be disciples, those who allow their lives to be disrupted, who step out in, in seemingly scary, fearful situations where it might cost us, it might cost us some, some credibility or embarrassment or uh, sharing about Jesus. It might feel a bit awkward or a bit uncomfortable. But let us be those who, who do it confidently, knowing what he's done for us, 
and knowing that he's with us. Putting him first in our lives, in our finances, in our decisions. Let us be, be those who put him first. One of, the, uh, one of the last things Jesus said to his disciples, not in, in this passage, but um, was to receive my spirit. And as we go through Acts, there'll be a number of times where you'll just uh, we'll come across people just receiving his Holy Spirit. You know, it's like, it's like batteries inside a, a believer. It's kind of, oh, okay, I've received, I've been baptized in his Holy Spirit. And, and now, I can, now I feel emboldened, strengthened. I feel the Holy Spirit's help living the Christian life, both, both changing me and, and sharing the gospel. I feel, I feel empowered to do that. And so I wanna, we want to pray in a moment now, as we, before we move on back into worship, pray that God would fill us with his Holy Spirit. For some, it might be a first time, like a baptism of the Holy Spirit. For others, it might be a refilling because we, we get weary and worn out and we, and we need a kind of a recharge like, like batteries, right? So should we stand? Perhaps uh, Johnny and Sarah, Joe, you're able to come back up. Folks, let us be followers of Jesus followers who are available to be used by him for his kingdom, his purposes. Let's not do it in our own strength. Let's do it knowing that he's with us. Take bold steps knowing that he's with us. And so I'm just going to pray for those that want to be just uh, uh, filled with his Holy Spirit, either for the first time or, or filled afresh.